0: The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival presented by Capital One. iHeart Country. Jason Aldean, well, Keith it's Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.
1: Reagan says you're not supposed to speak ill of fellow Republicans, but when 13 of them vote with Democrats in the House to pass an irresponsibly expensive infrastructure bill, then you better believe I'm not going to sit on my hands. Not when it's our economic security at stake. This is Luna Talks with Anna Paulina. Welcome back to today's episode of Luna Talks with me, your host, Anna Paulina Luna. Two days ago, I actually had the privilege of being asked to attend a dinner for fundraising for these targeted seats to take back the House for the NRCC, which is the National Republican Congressional Committee. And one of their headlining speakers was, of course, President Trump. And I'm so glad I was there because while I was there, President Trump not only talked about his plans for moving forward with 2022 and 2024, but he was able to address and call out the 13 House Republicans that actually voted with Democrats to pass this irresponsibly expensive infrastructure bill. I'm not talking about millions. I'm not even talking about billions. I'm talking about a 1.2 trillion dollar infrastructure bill that actually had no federal funding for infrastructure such as border security or an efforts to reduce illegal immigration at the southern border it was anything but that it's important that we bring this up i know some republicans will say or some conservatives will say you know reagan's 11th commandment thou shall not speak ill of another republican But you should call Republicans out, especially when they are being absolutely reckless with not just our dollars, our taxpayer dollars that we work so hard to basically have the federal government say, don't worry, trust us. We're going to spend your money wisely, which, of course, as you can see, never happens. But we're also talking about them basically being careless with the economic security of future generations, meaning your kids, your grandkids. And you know why they're doing it, as I'll play you a clip here in a few seconds from Congressman Matt Gates, They're doing it because they don't care. They don't care about us. They want to become lobbyists. They want to have their rapport with all of these special interest groups that get you know, this funding from this bill. They don't care about the American people. So I'm going to go ahead and read you some of these names, because I think it's important to at least put a face to the name of some of these House Republicans that actually decided to vote against the American people. The 13 are as follows. John Caddick, Don Bacon, Jeff Andrew, Fred Upton, Adam Kinzinger, which, as you know, in the previous episode, Catalina Lauf is running against him. And then he recently announced that he is actually not seeking reelection. Don Young, Tom Reed, Chris Smith, Andrew Gabarino, Nicole Malliotakis, Brian Fitzpatrick, Anthony Gonzalez and David McKinley. It's really unfortunate because this spending bill, I mean, you want to talk about something that was done politically. The Republican Party did not have to vote. They had the votes to prevent this from happening. They did not have to vote with Nancy Pelosi, but these people did. And I think that it came to a huge detriment to the American people, definitely to your kids. But when you think about why they did it, I mean, we're talking about some of the worst polling that any president has faced in, I think, the history of the country, and that's President Joe Biden. It was funny. Last night, Trump actually made it a point to say, you know, Jimmy Carter is actually happy that Joe Biden is president because he's no longer considered the worst president. And I say that as poll numbers came out from USA Today with a study done by Suffolk University that was taken Wednesday through Friday that saw Biden's approval rating drop to a new low of 38 percent just one year before the 2022 midterms. And at least 58 percent of Americans also believe that Biden hasn't paid enough attention to some of the most important issues in the country. And this is actually according to a new poll that CNN conducted by SSRS. So, I mean, it's interesting to see this is obviously shifting back. But the point is, is that, you know, they did this. He's at the all time low for his polling. And then you have these Republicans that decide that because they're getting out in their own self-interest that they are going to throw Biden a wind and vote for this crazy infrastructure bill. Check out what Matt Gates had to say.
3: We had the Democrats on the ropes. We had the ability to make Joe Biden a lame duck president to stop his agenda in its tracks. Nancy Pelosi's schism with the squad created a rare moment of opportunity where we could have used our power in the minority to fight for our people, to battle their dislikes, to stop this march to socialism. Now, behind closed doors, this is what Republican leaders are telling the rest of us when we complain. They say, well, gosh, you know, some of these members that voted for these bills, they're retiring and they want to be lobbyists in the future and so we don't have as much influence over them as the lobbyists and the special act uh, the special interest political action committees i'm the only republican in congress who doesn't take any money from any lobbyists or political action committees but here's the fallacy with that a vast majority of the republicans who voted for the joe biden agenda hold positions of leadership in our party they are either ranking republican leads on either full committees or subcommittees and so the question for leader mccarthy and the rest of our conference really is whether or not we will allow people to be designated as republican leaders on major committees and subcommittees while they fight for the joe biden agenda and against the america first agenda and if that isn't cleaned up if that isn't corrected then the current Republican uh, minority you see in the House might not be ready to earn the majority because we haven't shown people that we value their vote, that we'll fight for them, and we will push back against this dangerous agenda. Congressman, what you just
0: said in the beginning, all of it was spot on, but what you just said is the reason why I think President Trump was elected, why President Trump is still the leader of this party, that you have people in leadership saying they're going to retire, And they want to be lobbyists. That is what I've said. They put self-interest above national interest. I don't want any of those people leading us right now.
1: And that is why, folks, you have President Trump so actively engaged in these Republican races, not just for the House, but for the Senate and everything in between for this next election cycle, because that should have never happened. And honestly, had it not been for Congressman Gates, who actually very, you know, courageously came forward and said, look, these were actual people in leadership positions within the Republican party that are making their exit strategy and doing something that they really shouldn't have done. I don't think many of the American people would have known that. Cause that's kind of that inside baseball that a lot of times that we don't really follow, um, here on, you know, kind of the outside perspective, looking into what's happening in Washington, DC. I want to get into some more comments on what happened with this infrastructure bill after it was passed from some members, not just the House, but the Senate. We'll be right back after this quick break.
0: The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One, country. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A. Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.
1: So shortly after this basically actually went to vote, and this was... Posted by Senator Tom Cotton actually on October 28th. But it was reposted by Congresswoman Mary Miller. But he points out something. He goes, inflation is spiking at record levels. We all know that. As you know, this Thanksgiving will probably be one of the most expensive Thanksgivings in a very long time because of inflation. So he says inflation is spiking at record levels. And Democrats want to spend $3 billion. So lots of zeros on that. That we don't have on quote tree equity and then he proceeds to post actually an image and it's a screenshot of the bill that goes into what tree equity is so it says number two three billion dollars to provide a multi-year programmatic competitive grants to a state agency a local government entity an Indian tribe or a nonprofit organization through the urban and community forestry assistance program established under section nine C of the cooperative forestry assistant act of 1978. And then it gives the U S code for tree planting and related activities to increase community tree canopy and associated societal and climate co benefits with a priority for project that increases tree equity. Unbelievable. This is something that we did not have to spend $3 billion for. I can tell you what's interesting is that I feel like as these progressives continue to, I think, make a joke of conservation and push this crazy spending, they're actually not helping the environment. I think that they're actually making it worse because it's an interesting way to look at it. But when you have society needing cheaper things items and products because inflation is going through the roof and then the fact that most of our cheap manufacturing is done overseas it incentivized that market setting, bringing some of this business back to the states where people can actually make sure that they're actually buying american-made products that are not just made humanitarily but also too that are helping to protect the environment and these people i think that they're not really taking conservation seriously if they were they wouldn't be doing this And this is all in the meanwhile, this everything that Joe Biden has been doing, I was talking about this last night. Trump even pointed it out that everything that he's doing, it's not benefiting the United States at all in any way, shape or form. It's benefiting China. And that's why, you know, if you remember that term that President Trump gave to Joe Biden, it was Beijing Biden for a reason. I think that that's very, very evident here. And especially with what happened recently, you know, China's building all these coal plants. And, you know, once Joe Biden signed us back into the Paris Climate Accord, that didn't do anything for our country. Okay, that only hinders us. We are one of the cleanest countries in the world as opposed to China. And meanwhile, China's building up all these coal plants and They're right now. They are projected to be number one, and that's because this president is putting us last. There was an article that dropped from AP News titled China Envoy Defends Emissions and Criticizes U.S. Under Trump. This was posted November 2nd of 2021. Imagine that. China criticizing the United States for emissions under Trump. Meanwhile, under Biden, it's literally going to hell in a handbasket. And of course, you know, they don't want to hit Biden because he's their main moneymaker right now. And heading back to some of those prices that our own producers are having to face right now, it was just in posted actually yesterday morning that US producer price inflation jumps 8.6% year over year in October, matching the largest increase on record. Okay. That's the largest ever reported. And I think that with what president Trump had pointed out last night, that really when we take back the house and the Senate, cause we will, we're projected to the writings on the wall everywhere. I mean, you saw it happen in some of these, you know, races, even the borough race that president Trump brought up in New York city, a borough president voted in as Republican, you know, the borough presidents tend to go on to become the mayors of New York city. The corrupt media didn't cover that. They should have, they didn't, but you saw that happen. You saw a, Truck driver in New Jersey who defeated defeated one of the most powerful men in New Jersey, and he literally spent what was it like two hundred and forty dollars on his campaign up against millions of dollars. People are rejecting this craziness. People want to focus on their families, the American dream. They want to have fair access. To that they don't want to worry about this crazy spending. They don't want to worry about having to put gas in their car or you know paying their phone bill. You shouldn't have to. We're in one of the greatest countries in the world, but unfortunately, this terrible policy and who you vote for really does have an impact on your wallet. And we're seeing that. And we do have an uphill battle, right? We know that the media is half the battle. One thing that I'd mentioned in a previous episode when I was co- covering Digital World's Acquisitions Corporation, DWAC, and really how Trump announced his social media with this merger, they are going to be essentially taking on not just social media and big tech, but also to traditional establishment media, because as of right now, we're not seeing that fair coverage. And in so many words, when he was speaking last night, he basically said, how are we expected to wake up the American people when the media itself is? is complicit and basically an arm of the Democrat party. He actually, so you know how you have MSNBC, In his speech, he called it MSDNC, which was pretty funny. I don't know if a lot of people heard that, but I was cracking up. But really, Byron Donald, again, one of these rising stars within the GOP and someone who I know, actually made it a great point and also pointed this out. Check out what he said on an interview with Newsmax's Greg Kelly on what's happening with the media and the far left agenda that Joe Biden has been pushing for, that these progressives are pushing for, and honestly, that this infrastructure bill was pushing for.
4: Well, first thing, with respect to President Trump, uh, your clips are right. There are substantially more. Um, Donald Trump's always denounced it. The media does not care because the media's entire purpose is to support the Democrat agenda, and anything that helps to get that agenda accomplished is what they're going to do. Even if it means ignoring the statements, the plenty of statements, the plethora of statements that have come from Donald Trump. But it's bigger than that. The reason why they go after Donald Trump is because the media and the progressive left do not like conservative values. They do not like conservative ideals they do not want America to be a center right country they're trying to move it to be a progressive Marxist country and if you're trying to do that then everybody must be be destroyed in the process and the reason why there's no conversation about race because if you have a conversation about race then you actually might solve something and it's not in the left um, agenda list to actually solve anything They want to keep the issues going they want to keep the divisions going. Because when you keep the divisions going, that's how they can run out there every four years, or every two years, and talk about how the Republicans want to wanna throw you in chains and all this, so this nonsense that they go. go so look at what Terry McAuliffe is doing right now in Virginia. He's not talking about what Glenn Youngkin's actually campaigning on. He's calling Glenn Youngkin a racist. They try to tie him to Charlottesville for crying out loud. This is the stuff that has gone on in this campaign. It's what the Democrats do every election cycle, but people are sick of it.
5: They sure are. Uh, But we're glad you're on the scene. Now, you just got there. uh, You were sworn in in January. What's your priority? If you could make anything happen, what, or look, you can't make anything happen, but what do you want? What are you working on? What would you like to see? uh, What's your number one priority?
4: Ooh, man, that's a big one. I mean, honestly, I probably would get rid of half of the, the federal bureaucracy, make sure we actually balance our budgets and kept them balanced for a change. It's not to be paid on our national debt. Last but not least, just get government out of the ways of our businesses and our people. If you leave people to themselves, other than making sure we have clear rules to the road, our country's phenomenal, our people are phenomenal. They will innovate, they will grow our economy, they'll live their best lives, and frankly help other people live theirs as well. But it's only when government tries to stick its nose in the way so that you have people up here on Capitol Hill who will make you think that they're somehow important or we somehow need them. That's how Washington messes up the rest of America. So it's a that's a big list, even though you asked me for one thing. But that's a big list anyway. <laughs> anything that you've
5: been pleasantly surprised by since you've been uh, on Capitol Hill? We know it's dysfunctional, but is there is there one area where things are surprisingly working well, or
4: anything come to mind? No, not one thing. I mean, this place is a basket case. It's a dumpster fire. The only good thing about it is that. We do have a lot of members who genuinely care about the country. Unfortunately, they're not members in leadership. Um, our leadership, frankly, has been here far too long. Uh, you have members who've been, in, who've been serving since Clinton was president for quiet, crying out loud. Um, and you need to really have a cleaning of the House and the Senate for that matter. It's time for a lot of people to go home. So we get fresh blood in here so we can actually get to the business of actually representing and serving the American people.
5: You know, what's amazing to me. The mainstream media, they call President Trump a racist. Yet they support Joe Biden, who has said many, many horrible things regarding race. This is, I think, perhaps the most egregious. Take a look.
0: But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black,
5: that that to me revealed so much, and I can't forget it. Quite frankly, uh, I wonder if I'm making too big a deal out of that. And did you notice it, Congressman Donalds?
4: Did I notice it? Of course I did, man. I, mean, I don't live under a rock. I saw it. I was pissed. I was furious. I mean, look to Joe Biden. In all honesty, you, he's incompetent every way. Anyway, the man's never been right on anything. And if he really wants to check to see if I'm black, all he has to do is come to my office and find out firsthand. But he won't do that. And, and this is all let's be very clear. What Joe Biden likes to do, do is throw out these phrases to try to act like he's, he's championing some cause. The reality is he's an incompetent politician who's been around for, for 50 years. I'm 43. He's been around for 50. He's never accomplished anything. Depending on what happens this week, he still won't accomplish anything. And he'll go to the ash heap of history like too many other people in this town for far too long.
1: You notice from that clip the one thing he talks about? Leadership. It's a continuous pivot back to leadership and the problem that exists within our own party. And that's something that Congressman Gates had mentioned as well. These people that are a part of the problem have been given very important positions in our own government and they expect change. We'll be right back after this quick break.
0: The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. iHeart Country. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.
1: I want to give you guys some closing thoughts. You know, yesterday after hearing what the president had said and after knowing that he's actively waiting to see what happens with the 2022 midterm cycle, I know right now his endorsements are strong. Arguably one of the most incredible endorsements you can get in political history is that from President Trump. But it's important. It's important because what we're seeing right now is a shift occur. You know, some Republicans, some conservatives really think that President Trump is is going to be out of the picture. And I tell those people that is the farthest thing from the truth. If you have eyes to see and ears to listen If you have a brain, you'll realize that President Trump is very much so politically active and that he's going to continue to be a force to be reckoned with as we move forward in this election cycle. And after what I saw last night, I mean, he was a headlining speaker. Do you know how much money he raised for this congressional committee for the NRCC? He raised 18, 19 million dollars because people want Trump back. They want that strong leadership. And the one thing that he said, he he goes, I hope I hope that when this fresh new class of Republicans come in and when we have the majority, that we will propose a bill to hold China accountable for everything that they did to us economically during covid-19. And honestly, he's right. China, while we are in fighting, while the Democrat Party is actively working against the American people with their platform, China's winning and they are gearing up. I can tell you that one of the more alarming headlines I saw over the weekend is that China has told its people to start stockpiling food. And this is because China is gearing up to go into Taiwan. Taiwan, under President Trump, would have been protected. But now that Joe Biden basically shills for China, you literally have it. In a sense that they don't care that they know that the US is basically selling arms to the people of Taiwan. And so they are gearing up to get kinetic. And you know what, when the United States goes into Taiwan, I do not think that you are going to see any reaction out of this White House. And it's unfortunate because under President Trump, they would have been protected. But under Biden, they're not. And that really increasingly puts us into a corner as far as being dominant globally on the world stage, especially against a nation like China that is basically as communist as it gets. So don't worry, there's hope. This next midterm election cycle is extremely important. But yes, we are projected to pick up not just one, not just five, but they're saying up to 55 seats in the House. So don't give up the fight, guys. We're going to win. And we'll see you back on our next episode of Luna Talks. Before we go, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. To hear more of my episodes and get my weekly newsletter, go to Gingrich360.com slash Anna. You can also find me on Parler, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Getter at Real Anna Paulina. And a special thank you to our producer, Robert Brosky, writer Aaron Kliegman, and executive producers, Debbie Myers, and speaker Newt Gingrich, part of the Gingrich 360 Network.
5: Part of the Gingrich 360 Network.
0: The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. IHeart Country. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Loud, Jelly Roll. Oh, Old Dominion. Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride. Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday,
4: May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.